Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Hometown Hero Hour, Season 2. I am your host, Captain Spartacus. And I'm your co-host, Ancor. And tonight, we're going to be talking about multiplayer versus single-player games just a little bit. It's not like this big in-depth dive. We're just going to be talking about it because it's been something that we've both been thinking about recently, just seeing a lot of the new games that have been slated to release and announce and things like that. Right. So, uh, as usual for our format though we do want to get into some news and information first we have some really cool stuff um first on our list this could be a whole episode in itself and i Uh think i've thought about this a lot in a oh (laughs) i thought oh dancor i thought you're saying uh uh-oh in that like oh no here we go big long thing no he just had to burp no i was coughing come on oh i'm sorry (laughs) I couldn't hear it because <laughs> I have the headphones on. Anyway, um, Mark Hamill did an interview, and I don't remember who it was with. I feel really bad, but I retweeted the interview on Twitter. Oh, I, I saw mean, this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he was just talking about his voice acting experience. And I, I specifically remember when he was he said before he was even in kindergarten, he found out that there are such things as voice actors. He didn't know that this mm. existed. To him, Donald Duck was somehow real. Mm. You know, right. but then he learned that there are people that do the voices for these iconic characters and he just latched onto that. And so he started practicing his Richard Nixon. He did this big thing. He got the wobbly <laughs> cheeks and the loose lips and it was really, really funny. He just does so many voices and has such a great time with it. You could feel the sincerity and like the there was a real big sense of of genuineness mm-hmm. throughout this interview because the interviewer just hit on something that really struck home for him. And right. I love that. So the big thing that he, so like my biggest takeaway from that interview, uh, well, there were two. The one that we're talking about today is that in this segment, I guess, is that um, his parents, you know, he wanted to show his parents his voice impressions that he'd been working on and stuff. Oh, of course. And they liked them, but they said that um, practicing voices isn't going to get you a job. Yeah, don't quit your day job, essentially. Right, right, yeah. right. But like, you know, goofy voices aren't gonna make you, aren't gonna get you a job. You should focus Wrong-o. on something. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just, I mean, and not, I don't want to like bag on the man's parents. No, of they were trying not. to do what was best right. for him. But they're saying right? like you, you know, at least what I got is they were saying you should focus on something that's a little more grounded in reality. Right. That's a little bit. Sorry, that was my turn. There was a, that's, you know, a little bit more, I don't want to say tangible, but just like realistic, um, right? Yeah. In terms of probability, the yes. probability that you're going to become, hit it big and be a giant, you know, TV movie star or whatever is really small. It really is. Yes. So trying to kind of set those expectations and I think more importantly, setting like a plan B yeah. is a thing a responsible parent would do. Yes. Right? Yeah. But think about if, uh, if that had happened. Oh yeah. Right? And we have, I mean, we have Mark Hamill in Child's Play, and that's what this interview was all about, yes. which was, which is awesome. His his whole process for voice acting is amazing, and that I mean, and that's the side of the interview that I took away that we are not going to get into today. But then, of course, we have his Joker, the freaking oh, of course, clown prince of crime, <laughs> right? Fantastic. He is the iconic animated Joker voice. He did it for like 20 years or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And then who doesn't know Luke Skywalker? Right. And that's all come from him not giving up on something that he was really passionate about. And I just I just love that. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Yeah. So that's that's our first thing is that, you know, practicing voices 
could get you a job. You never know, especially nowadays when streaming and like you can get paid to play video games right. and like be something as BS as an Instagram influencer. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like you can make money doing anything. Well, this stuff never existed 10, 15 no, years ago. No, even, even 10 years ago. Know? Yeah. It was I not mean, a thing. This wasn't a this, thing. This all, this whole, I mean, there's all of this out there that's so brand new. Right. You know? So one thing that you need to do as a person is to find you know things that you're an expert in that you can overlap mm-hmm. and and fill a gap or fill a need and that's where like your real genius comes through yeah are we getting career advice here from captain spartacus this i don't is know great. i'm just waxing a little philosophical today <laughs> you are man it's great i but, love it and that's how this whole thing was born i mean i love being an entertainer i've been a stage actor for like 14 years um, I used to write movie scripts when I was a kid or mm-hmm. type them out. I used to write my own books and draw my own illustrations. And like, I was always doing this sort of thing. And so finally, when the means came about, when the opportunity came about that I could potentially do something like this, like this podcast, I jumped on it because right. this combines so many aspects of my life that I can put into one thing. And I, right feel like this is something i do very strongly yeah and i and, like that and i'd like to think i may be biased but i think we're doing all right with it oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i mean at the very least we're having a good time right and i think that translates yep so speaking of a good time um oh? into the spider-verse just came out on netflix oh. now if you haven't seen it what? it is probably my favorite spider-man movie that has come out yes period it's really good so good i mean it, it is well worth the watch and now you don't have to go you know you don't have to pay money to go see it just it's on netflix go watch it yeah yeah i mean it's i say free but i mean it's as free as netflix is right exactly yeah i man i love the soundtrack Oh, I was listening so to the much? soundtrack this morning actually before i even found oh, out really? yeah <laughs> i put this uh item in our agenda today because while I was at work like three hours ago, mm-hmm. I got a notification that, that from Netflix that said, Into the Spider-Verse, now available. And I was just like, heck what? yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's great. great. Yeah. Definitely worth a watch. Go yeah, watch yeah, it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, great. Thank you. Also, as of like today or even yes- or yesterday, was maybe, it, yesterday? it might have been yesterday, like the latest, uh, League of Legends Team Fight Tactics is now live. So it's been on the PBE. That's like their test server for a couple weeks. Mm. And the queue times to get into the PBE have been absolutely insane. I'm not even kidding. Like 24, 32 hours for people to wait in a queue. Yeah. So I learned that the PBE server is the old North American server. Okay. Uh, League of you know Riot upgraded the North American server, and they use the old one as their now test server. And it's only so big, but it services the whole world. Anyone can, um, as long as you have good standing in the game, you have to have like honor level three. So basically, you can't be a big douchebag. Right. Anyone that's not a big douchebag can get honor level five like easily. Which apparently that's hard for some people. I don't know, man. But it's. Anyway, I don't want to get on a big tangent. That's why I don't play League of Legends is because of the fan base. Like, I know I'm bad. I don't need 12-year-olds to tell me I'm bad. <laughs> right. So tell me a little bit about this because so I don't have a ton of spare time. I try to game as much as I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I haven't really played a whole lot of this one. So if you've played it, give me give me some of those, those awesome deets. <laughs> Team Fight Tactics. It's really, really cool. So you have a randomized pool of characters that come up. 
Um, there will be like Leona, Darius, Warwick, Warwick. You know, there's just like it's random. And yeah, it's could all be their heroes or whatever. Okay. Yeah, there's. I think there's about half of their heroes that are in the regular League of Legends game that are in Team Fight Tactics. Okay, and they did that on purpose, from what I heard, is so that they can rotate out who's in the pool. Oh, interesting. So right now okay. they have certain factions kind of broken down, and other factions are not in the game at all. And so okay. then, like, for a season two or whatever, now, like, they get to bring like, Demacia and, like, the nobles are gone and, like, Twitch and his, like, his <laughs> faction are now in the game, right? Good old Twitch. Yeah. So you uh, purchase these, you purchase the, the heroes, the champions or whatever they're called, uh, and they go onto your bench. And depending on what level you are, how much experience you've gained in the game or in the match, I guess, you can have so many units out on your board. Mm. And it's hexagon shapes. Okay. Like their bases are hexagon. And you want to buy duplicates because three Leonas will combine to make a two-star Leona that's now got more health. It's just got like better, oh, so better it's base like a stats. matching game on top of everything else. Yeah, yeah, kind of. So the more duplicates you have, the higher like tier or star they become and the more freaking formidable they are just at like their base before the you put any items or anything on them destroying people yeah huh, cool. so like i said there are factions and like sub factions and you want to build comps that complement each other so if you're going for knights then you want to get mordekaiser and darius and garen and just like build them up if you want to go build an assassin comp you want to buy all the zeds all the akalis all mm, the okay you know whatever's uh, because depending on how many you have out on the board, you get a better buff. Interesting. So I know with the noble comp, um, who's in it that I haven't mentioned? Garen is in it. Uh, Leona, Kale. There's six of them. I can't think of it off the top of my head, of course, because we're because <laughs> we're in the middle of <laughs> because a I have yeah because <laughs> I have to name them. But if you have all six of them out on your board, then all of your allies get this just gigantic buff. They all get 100 armor, and they all get 35 health every time they hit. Oh, and Vayne is one of them. and so like I love Vayne. I know, and she is really, really strong in teamfight tactics. You just put her in the back, and she just like freaking plinks away at everybody, and nice. she annihilates. It's insane. It's a little bit... It's not quite balanced. Uh, mm. Not every comp is as viable as... You gotcha. know what I mean? Like, yeah, you have winners all, and loser comps. Yeah, so not going to be a meta made equal here. And I think Riot wants to try to balance them because right now everyone's doing noble guardians, which is you know you have like Brom, your shield bearer, out in front. Okay, so of the your big nobles. tanks yeah. right in the front. Or I think uh, noble assassins has been a really really strong one too. Interesting. So you have your nobles that give a big buff, and then you have your assassins like Kazix and Zed in the back, and they jump over the enemy comp and get straight to the back line uh, if they're gotcha. super buffed with armor and health on hit and they jump straight to the back like it's really they can good just clean house yeah cool so anyway Interesting. yeah and you go around and around and around uh the more units you have left when you defeat the enemy the more health you deal directly or the more damage you deal directly to them interesting okay so between this mm-hmm. and harry potter wizards unite <laughs> which one do i need to spend my time on then? uh i think harry i think wizards unite is more social and so that way it would be a little bit more fun okay but team t- team fight tactics it's league of legends but it's like it's super chill okay i and, like that yeah and it's a little bit more rng based in what units pop up okay 
Um, I like that a little less. But it's strategic <laughs> at the same time. Okay, you know so it's I mean? got a good balance between RNG and strategy. Then? I think so. But okay. teamfight tactic, tactics is definitely something that you want to go check out. Okay. And it's free because League of Legends is free. Right. So, yeah, cool. awesome. awesome. It's really, it. really fun. All right, so that does it for our news and information. We're going to get... <laughs> man, they always go long because they always talk about new games that came out that I'm always like really stoked That are on. always worth knowing about, too. Because yeah. I know like one of the things that we're doing with this is trying to keep people informed of what's going on, what's worth it. Yeah. And I also try to get more of that, especially if I haven't been like, able to look into it team yet. Fight like, tactics. Like Team Fight Tactics and yeah. the, the Harry Potter stuff. Yeah, and we talked about this in the last episode, that that's what we want this show to be about that people just come and they get their talking points. They get their, they get their. Oh, Arsenal! They always try to lock <laughs> it in, right? <laughs> you seen that ludicrous display last night? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So that's what this is. So anyway, so if anyone talks about League of Legends team fight tactics, now you at least know the basics, right? And you could participate in a conversation, even if you don't know all the champions that are in there. Like you know how the game functions at its base level, right? And that's what we want. It's a lot of fun. Okay, so in that same vein, I know that you were talking to me a little bit earlier about Halo Infinite. Yeah. And I've seen and I've seen like the E three video that they had for it. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It all looks super cool, but you had some more details on it. So why don't you tell me what's going on there? Well, so from what I've heard recently, uh Halo Infinite will go back to a super customizable character. I don't I don't remember now if it's for campaign. I think it's for the campaign. Okay. If you're not Master Chief, I think you're a super customizable character, like in Reach. Oh, okay, cool. Um, Reach had a really great customizable options oh, for, yeah. your, for your guys. I loved it. You could do different shoulders, different knees. Like, oh, man, it was cool. All the helmets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love <laughs> the Hayabusa. So that was just like the samurai. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? Hayabusa yeah, armor was really awesome. Cool. Um, yeah, so you have super customizable characters, and they're going back to local co-op campaigns no really Mm -hmm. so my brother delta g when he bought halo 5 he spent all night downloading it because it's like a freaking 100 gigabyte game it's Mm -hmm. gigantic so when it was done he called me over and i was i think i was working for my dad at the time so i was at my parents house where delta was living Mm -hmm. and so on my lunch break i go up to his room and we start the game up and he gets into the campaign and i'm trying to press start i'm like pressing a like, dude, I don't, I can't, I can't get in. Like, I don't know what's going on. And he looked it up and his face just like, just fell. And he was like, there's no co-op campaign. Like you can't do local co-op campaign. He almost uninstalled it and tried to get a refund right then. He was so, I can understand it because that's been a staple of, of the games. Every game up All the until way through then what? has, you know, has you had been, reach and then, yeah, every yeah. game up until then has been local co-op campaign. Even four was local co-op right? campaign. No, you're right. So the fact that five wasn't was really really upsetting. Um, so they're so anyway. going back to it. Yeah, thankfully. Uh huh. Cool. Yeah, they're going back. So you'll have a customizable character and you'll have local co-op campaign. Both of those are just a return to like the glory days of Halo, and I'm talking like <laughs> Halo Three Friday oh, yeah. night LAN parties. That is the golden age of Halo, and you can't change my mind. Oh man, no. It's okay, so I remember. Having and I think you guys came over too. I can't remember. I remember having these big four Xbox console uh-huh. Halo, Halo 16 two players, sixteen players. Everybody uh-huh. in different rooms, picking teams based off of what room you were in. Right, right, right. The TVs spread all over the place. There's pizza and soda cans all over the floor. Yeah, I, that was amazing. And yeah. it was you know you have these giant parties and everybody's just sitting there playing at the consoles, mm-hmm. but it was also incredibly social. 
Yeah. It was big social events. You'd have people that would come that wouldn't even play. Right, right. They'd just be there to be a part of it and root for somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, those were <laughs> amazing times. Yeah, I really do think it was the kind of the golden age of multiplayer. Yeah, and and unfortunately, uh, I think we've seen a decline in that, just in general. Right. You don't have a lot of local multiplayer anymore. We've talked about this a little bit before. Uh, I don't remember what episode it was. It was back in season one where we talked about how Nintendo is really the only local multiplayer anymore. Like right. with Smash with Smash Ultimate, you can have eight players on the same screen. It is and glorious. like with the Switch, I guess it's technically not technically not the same console, but it's so easy to bring that it's good enough. Well, but you even, still have people bringing GameCube controllers that you can hook up and yeah. you can all run off of the same switch yes mm-hmm. absolutely and that's so so awesome and i miss that yeah i mean i miss um uh golden eye Nin- nintendo oh 64 golden eye that was the first <laughs> yeah. multiplayer like shooter i really really got into and then i fell in love with like perfect dark the first right. perfect dark the, the golden eye clone that they made futuristic yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and i would wield the dual um golden magnums Nice. And just walk down the hallways just like... The laptop gun was always my favorite. Laptop gun. I always found it a little disappointing. It was a little But you weak. can chuck it and make it your make own it little explode. turret. Oh, is that, oh, that's what it was. That's right. Yeah. That tells you how long it's been since I played. I think it's dark. that one, or maybe it was a suitcase that you can turn into your own little turret, and yeah. then you get something else. It watches your back for you, and if you hear that thing go off, yeah. you can turn around and, and go frag the guy that's behind you. Yeah, and for everything that's said about like Mario Party, I love yeah. it. I still love it. Delta G and I play Mario Party, what is it, 7 on the GameCube? Mm-hmm. Pretty regularly, even still, but Mario Party 2 was our favorite. Oh, yeah. Mario Party I 2 was that. a classic. Yeah, yeah, and I, I love that one. Uh, as long as people can just like chill out. And, and yeah, the, that's the thing is like, <laughs> especially like with kids, right? So uh-huh. whenever we have people coming over and we want to play, my kids want to get involved. They want to be able to play and have fun and, and do all that. And you get something like Mario Party where it's not, no stakes, you it's know, just like nobody cares. Yeah. Right. Let's just all just relax and we'll have fun. We'll just chill. And then your kid, you know, comes in and swipes four stars from you in one turn and you just laugh because they just totally skunked you and it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it's it's really, really fun. I learned that Nintendo 64 controllers, if they specifically, because I mean, there's no new, I mean, there's not very many new ones anymore. You're buying a lot of used Nintendo 64 controllers if you're looking for them. You know right. what I mean? And people will specifically state never been used for Mario Party. And those sell for more. Wow. Because you have to use the, you have oh, to mash the joystick, you yeah. have to slam the buttons as fast as you can. It's hard on those controllers. Interesting. And they were made like freaking tanks. Right. Those Nintendo 64 controllers could take a freaking beating. But uh, if they weren't ever used for Mario Party, they sell for more money. I think that makes a lot of sense. They yeah. just it, it's just telling you they haven't been abused. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So what else? What else did you like? I mean, we briefly covered Super Smash. Yeah. So. <laughs> That was my childhood, right? Like, GoldenEye was absolutely my childhood. Um, another thing that I think we talk about when we're talking multiplayer experiences, mm-hmm. I don't think that we can go through a conversation like this and not talk about MMORPGs. Yeah. So, talking like World of Warcraft specifically, mm-hmm. that has been around for f- 15 forever. What? What is it? 13 years at least? Since 2004. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's been forever. Mm-hmm. And... 
Yeah, granted, I know there were other multiplayer games that were before that, like EverQuest and things like that. Yeah, but, but not like WoW. WoW made it normal. WoW made it okay. Eventually, right? Though, I, yeah, I dare no, say. sure, yeah. yeah, but it it changed the status quo that now you could have a group of friends, and maybe they weren't uber nerds and uber gamers. That would be okay playing the game, and you would still be collaborative and being able to play together. Yeah, because it was a little bit more casual than some of the other games that were out there, right? Right, exactly. Or it could be. Yeah, no. Well, yeah. yeah, it depends on when we talk to Dallin, right? He'll tell yes. us how competitive it is now. <laughs> yeah, so I have a good friend that's actually, he's a, he's an officer in his guild, and they are a competitive raiding guild. Uh, I'm hoping we'll actually have him on n- next week. He was supposed oh, cool. to be here tonight. But it was his grandma's birthday. Well, you can't totally skip understand. Birthday. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, yeah, but he's in a competitive rating guild, and I would love to know what got him to that point. Right. Because I love World of Warcraft. I started playing back in vanilla mm-hmm. when there was no looking for group. You know yep. what I mean? I had to Spamming run trade around. Chat. That's right. I had to <laughs> run around the barrens going, looking for group. Wailing caverns, <laughs> wailing caverns for like two hours. Yep. And if you did get a couple, like one or two other people, after forty-five minutes of waiting to try to get a full group, they just leave. Yep. And then it's like, all right, well, I guess I'm not doing wailing caverns today. This freaking sucks. Yeah, it was very different world. There, there was you no had quest one help. build. Yeah. You one only build. had one functional build for every class, and those freaking skill trees were. Awful they were terrible. There was no, there was no control Z. There was no going back. Once you chose a, you know, once you put some points in, it was locked. Right. That sucked. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, it was a garbage fire. But it changed the scope of multiplayer forever. I would dare say. Yes, and that's our point. That's our point. <laughs> coming, coming to pull it right back around, uh, folks. We got on a little bit of a tangent. We're, we're getting back fr- on that train of thought here. Yeah. Sorry, but uh, it bad. changed. It changed the entire. The entire face of multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it brought it into the mainstream, I guess I would say. Yeah, especially These with like Leroy, yeah, like when Leroy Jenkins went right. viral. Yeah, everybody knew about World of Warcraft. And the memes before they were memes. Yeah, you know? like what South Park did <laughs> with the Sword of Truth episode. Right. I mean, that was memes before memes. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was one of those. So I, I guess my contribution to that would be on the multiplayer front is these MMORPGs that kind of took off, and everything else has kind of come from that. Yeah, but um, one interesting thing is, is that even though we have all these great multiplayer options, mm-hmm. we're still getting fantastic single player content that's coming out. Yeah, we, and I yeah, sorry, go ahead. Go. No, no, you're good. Saying, you're good. I think the reason why is because there's there are things that a single player game can give you that you can't ever get from a multiplayer game. Definitely, definitely. The first one that actually came to my mind when we first brought this up was, excuse me. Excuse you. Oh, my gosh. Was uh, if I just want to chill, then I play a single-player game. Right. Sometimes I'm not in the mood to play Apex and be in a party with people and have to, like, deal you know, like, with people. Just, like, talk and socialize. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I want to just play a single-player game and have Netflix going on the side and just, mm. like, hang out and turn my brain off, you know? Right. And when I play socially, I don't, like in a party with people, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I can't watch Netflix if, I, if I'm in a party with people. It's a different experience. Right. And it's a, for me, it's a more relaxed experience. Like I, uh, when I w- did my playthrough of Kingdom Hearts 3, mm-hmm. as I'm playing through and freaking loving it, I think I had like the office going the whole time. Mm. Just hanging out, chilling, having a good day, 
You know, I just, just in my own world and my own thoughts, just nice and relaxed, like no stress. That's nice. kind of what single player gaming is for me. It's no stress. Right. No, I can totally see that. I think another thing that we get from it are, are stories that can't be told in multiplayer. Uh, I, World of Warcraft tried to do that right, with, with some quests. of these, yeah, and, with some of the mm-hmm. quests and things. But I mean, look at, I, I can't even tell you how many hours I sank into Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, going we, through that entire process, four CDs worth four back CDs. on the PlayStation 1, Oh my right? gosh, yeah. And you'd get to a point and it would say, insert disc three right. or whatever, right? Absolutely. Crazy to think about. There were few other games at the time, or even since then, that have had more than one disc. Right. That's crazy. Well, and they're even talking about right now with the remake. They're saying it's going to have to be no three episodes. Oh, episode, sure, but, but not... But, well, okay, those are all Blu-ray discs, though, right? In order to get them there. They're, That's we're crazy. talking three different games, essentially, that you're yeah. going to be buying. Oh, man. To tell this giant, epic story mm-hmm. that you can't do in a multiplayer game, because, let's face it, everybody wants to be the main character of their story. Yeah, everybody wants to be the hero. They want to They want to have the spotlight. They want to, you know, be doing all of the big stuff in right. the game. Yeah. So with this, it you know, single player gives you an opportunity to be able to tell kind of some of those bigger, more epic scope uh, kind of stories, yeah, and <laughs> and not have to worry about you know Joe Schmo that came in and ninja looted all of your crap and then disappears. Yeah, right. I'm trying to kill some boars <laughs> to get some ribs or whatever, and here comes this schmuck out of nowhere, just like rob- stealing all my boar meat. Yeah, don't have what to worry about do? that in a single player campaign. No. And that's that's kind of what I was saying that I can just like chill, go my own pace. Right. I don't have to worry about like getting ganked or questing where other people are questing or whatever. It's just at my own pace. Oh, I got to tell you a funny story about that. Do it. Okay, so <laughs> I love my wife because one of the things is is she was uh, interested in games and things before it was cool. <laughs> and when I met her, it's true. I know, can vouch for it. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she she was a total nerd before you know. That was even kind of a mainstream thing, which is great. But I got her into WoW. And so we were playing, and she'd play on her druid, and she'd get pissed because we were on a PvP server. And she would get ganked by some, you know, level, I think it was 70 at the time. I think we were still in Outlands. Okay, right? Burning Crusade in Burning the first Burning Crusade expansion. era, mm-hmm. right, exactly. So we were there, 70s max level. This rogue comes out of nowhere and just ganks her, yeah. and she's just gone. Yeah. So she gets pissed. Guess what she did, like, the first moments of getting her druid to max level? Did she go gank everybody? For, like, six hours straight. <laughs> I mean, I she's, like just, she's just getting all of that rage out that she had from leveling yeah, up. <laughs> just You just hold it all inside, and then druids, especially, they have their cat form. Yeah. Which makes them, like, a rogue. I love druids because they're so versatile. Like, it comes so back they can do everything. To the last episode, I was talking about utility. Mm-hmm. And, and druids are have so much utility it's ridiculous i need i need to get my dinosaur druid on wow i got a resub just so i can get it dinosaur druid does that have to do with the allied race that, yeah it's the zendikar trolls oh man they're dinosaurs so the bear form is an ankylosaur so you're you're a turtle dinosaur i love that so much right and then they have a saber-toothed lizard okay, so you're wait. going in cat form but you're like a cat lizard okay cat lizard <laughs> it's amazing. And then Moonkin form doesn't suck. Hey, you're not you like know? this giant obese owl thing that yeah, I hate. Because Moonkin form is your spellcaster form. Right. Yeah. Uh huh. And then your flight form, you're a freaking pterodactyl. Pterodactyl, that's what I was going to say. You beat me to it. 
That's what I would. That's what I would think it would be. That's what you. That's what it would have that's to. That's awesome, be, right? So I'm excited. I want to get that, but you have to do certain things, and I haven't played WoW in a while. Yeah, right. That's it. That's all I had to say. Although I'm curious now with Breath of the Wild two, right? Are they making that multi multiplayer like well, MMO? Well, but you have both Link and Zelda traveling together. Oh. So I'm really curious to see if they're gonna do like a split co-op. Because I actually don't consider like split screen split screen co-op to be like super multiplayer. No, I wouldn't either. I think that that's enough. Like it's it's kind of this weird hybrid that works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's enough multiplayer, you're bonding with one other person taking part in a story, and you have just enough there to continue on with a single player story. I think. Yeah, right. Like Cuphead or Donkey Kong Country right. or I mean uh, whatever. A hundred other games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Local local co op is a nice mix. Two players specifically, right? Yeah. You know, it's 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 Batman and Robin. You know, it's it's the yeah. hero and the sidekick working together to overcome the the big bad. And that works. It and it really does. It mm-hmm. works very well. I I really like Cuphead. Uh, yeah. So much. Uh, if you haven't seen my uh, my playthroughs, I've got that on my YouTube channel. Yes. I don't. I can't even remember. I think I finished the whole thing. You did. I watched it, it. The whole thing up. Yeah, went all the way to the devil. But uh, the thing that I like about that one so much is it reminds me of some of these older school games. You know, like yes. Contra. Yeah. It's it evokes a lot of Contra, and that was one of those games that I remember. You're playing solo, and then when somebody comes in. It's it wasn't a burden. It was like okay, let's do this together. Yeah, and I'm all for experiences that take two people mm-hmm. and puts them together and says, "Here, work together to go and overcome this thing." Yeah, like yeah. bond, bond over this. Go and become stronger, and and go and and vanquish your your troubles that you've got. I think that's kind of a fun. I'm waxing philosophical now. Now it's your turn. <laughs> that's right. But I think it's it's super cool when you can you can kind of play those hybrids like that. Yeah. So. Wrap up, I guess. Halo Infinite, we're crossing our fingers that it's going to be a return to the golden age of Halo. That would be good. And that we can have Halo Infinite land parties. <laughs> Us and 14 of our closest friends we'll can, do it. can crash at somebody's house until 4 in the morning. Oh, man. And uh, have a have a big lantern. Could land we survive party. that now? No. We may be a little too old for that. I am, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. No, I I used to be able to stay up until four in the morning every night, mm. eat nothing but garbage, drink 12 cans of soda. Nothing would happen to me. I wouldn't even get so much as a headache. Now I took a nap and I slept funny for like 20 minutes and I have to go to the chiropractor. Wow. I don't know when this happened, but it sucks. What the crap? <laughs> Getting old is... I'm not even it's that a trap. old. Okay, guys, for for all you young people listening, okay, adulthood is a trap. Don't listen. Like, what don't, is it? Don't do it. Billy Madison, like, no, don't <laughs> say that. He's shaking the fourth grader. Stay here as long as you can. As long as you can. That's right. It's a trap. Adulthood is a lie. And I didn't appreciate being, uh, you know, 16, 17 as much. When I was 16 and 17, now I wish I could. Where I can just stay out all night. I'm not legally responsible for my, <laughs> for my You don't actions. have to get up in the morning. I don't even have to sleep, man. It's fine. You know? Like, I don't know. That would have been it, awesome. Anyway. Go back. Anyway, that'll wrap up our episode for tonight. Sounds good. I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us as we uh, talk a little gaming philosophy and whatever else this turned into. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was so, crazy. All yeah. right. We'll catch you guys next time. See ya. See ya.